Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Video Analytics 101. We are doing this interview series once per month at the LinkedIn Live, where we are talking to industry leaders about interesting topics that are usually not discussed in usual webinars and try to get to the bottom of things. Last month, we actually talked to the chairman of the technical committee of Onviv to talk about Onviv Profile M. So in case you missed it, it was super interesting. You, you can still head over to YouTube, to the Video Analytics 101 channel and check it out there. While you're there, of course, so please subscribe and sign up. And just a reminder, the podcast is now also available as audio only on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify, so you can listen to it on the road. But today we are talking about forensic search and edge analytics. Uh, those are super hot topics right now. And um, I'm very happy to have here with me today, Aaron Sachs. Aaron is a senior product manager, as well as a training manager over at Hanwha Techwin. So welcome, Aaron. Hi there, thank you. So it's super cool to have you here. Uh, maybe before we start off, I just wanna make sure we're all on the same page, what forensic search and edge analytics mean. So when we talk about edge, uh, forensic search, what we mean is the ability to search through the video based on certain criteria. So basically, uh, search for the guy in the red shirt. And this is becoming more and more interesting because customers are trying to manage all this kind of data and all the videos that they have. So they are searching for ways to search through the video. So this is what we mean by forensic search. And edge analytics uh, can be actually multiple things because there are also solutions with boxes that you put there in the field behind the camera. It's also called edge analytics. But today we're focusing about uh, AI and video analytics on cameras themselves. So it's really about running an analytics inside of the camera. Um, and there's a good reason actually why we invited Hanwha here today, because 2021 was really a year of the AI camera. There were so many new offerings, so many new cameras and pretty cool features, but Hanwha was actually one of the first ones to bring out an AI camera last year in 2020. And they were the first ones to release a dedicated forensic search plugin for Security Center that enables so much more features. And this is what we want to talk to talk about today. Um, but to start us off, maybe uh, Aaron, can you explain to us what Hanwha cameras are capable of in terms of video analytics in general before we yep. go into the plugin? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, we've got uh, our new um, AI camera here. We've got different form factors, obviously indoor, outdoor, box, bullet, you know. Uh, and it follows a similar form factor to our other cameras. So um, modular form factor, easy to install, uh, easy to upgrade from a, a previous camera. Um, really, uh, the main main new component is um, you know updating the CPU, the processor. So it's got an AI chipset in it. So the processing is done on the camera, uh, license-free video analytics. So we don't need any additional uh, hardware or software to process that. We don't need to send it to the cloud. Um, and what we're doing is really two things. Um, we are doing a suite of analytics, which we've had for many years, but we're using that AI chipset for false alarm reduction. So um, the camera can detect certain types of, of objects, and we'll talk more about that in the forensic search in a couple minutes. Um, but the camera is looking for specifically people and faces, vehicles, and license plates. Um, and so what that does is it, it eliminates the false positives um, 
So if your VMS, if Genentech is set to record on an analytic or do an event, you're not having constant pop-ups from uh, trees blowing in the wind, shadows, sunlight changes, uh, cats and dogs walking, uh, you know, moving by. Um, if I'm looking specifically for people and I don't want to know when a car drives by, that that's one of the most important pieces. Uh, the second part is the types of analytics. So um, our cameras can do things like just notifying, hey, there's a person. Should there not be a person here, uh, person or vehicle? Uh, we can do things like uh, for uh, COVID now, face mask detection, social distancing detection, uh, along with our traditional analytics of directional uh, detection, enter, exit, loitering, uh, things like that. So we have the ability to also fine tune it and say, which one of those objects or more objects. Uh, so I might say, uh, if someone is loitering in the area, I want to be notified. That could also be applied to a vehicle and say, hey, if a vehicle is in a certain zone, uh, let me know. Uh, and we can configure that all in the camera uh, in terms of how long how long to wait, uh, what type of object, the regions, the zone, sensitivity, uh, minimum, maximum sizes, all that type of thing. Uh, but really fine tuning it for specific types of objects, we'll say. And um, let me just add there that, of course, all these kinds of events are integrated into Security Center as well. So whatever you configure there, the event is coming in into Security Center, mostly as a native event that you can use there. Right. Um, and and yeah. I, I think one of the, the, the biggest pieces of the reason why we're here, right, is, you know, we've got a, a deep integration with our API, we call it Sunapi, um, but allows us to uh, transmit that um, all of those types of analytics right into security center. So that way you can then take an action from there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And um, so let's dive a little bit deeper into the forensic search plugin. Can you tell us a little bit about what you can do with it? What is the functionality and so on? Yeah. So, uh, you know, the limitation previously and, and, and different VMSs work differently. Obviously, Genetech has a whole suite of how to search, but, you know, the historic uh, pain point of a lot of end users is, Something happened last night. I need to now search through hours of video. And, you know, there's some great tools to speed that up. But what we're talking about here now is a, a plugin that Hanwha developed for Genetech, uh, for, for Security Center, um, to fully harness the camera. Uh, and what it does is it gives you a new dashboard where uh, you have a, a pick list on the left-hand side. And you can select uh, which type of object do I want? Do I want to see people, faces, vehicle, license plate? Um, do I want to look for specific color clothing? So if I know they're wearing a black shirt or blue pants, um, uh, were they carrying a bag? Uh, do, were they wearing glasses? Did they have a face mask? Um, vehicle type, we have classifications. You know, was it a car? Was it a truck? Was it a bus, uh, bicycle, motorcycle, things like that, uh, and vehicle color as well. Um, so it allows me to fine tune what I'm looking for based on the type of search I'm doing. Um, we hit search and then in seconds we get a, a, a resulting screen because uh, Genetech has taken the metadata. Our camera uh, is uh, processing live all that data coming in, uh, figuring out the colors and the vehicle type, all of that. And then Genetech stores that on the archiver uh, as metadata. So it can filter that really, really quickly. Uh, and then the other piece the plugin does is it gives us a thumbnail. We call it best shot. Uh, and best shot uh, on the camera, when a camera detects an object, a person, let's say, uh, it's able to find the best snapshot of that person over a couple frames. Uh, and it sends that with the metadata. 
And so when I do a search, if I've got a big wide angle field of view, uh, I don't want to have to squint or zoom in. It's going to zoom in right to that object. So my search results are going to be the screen of just all my little objects that I can very easily see. And then you can click right on it and get right to your playback to you know see is that the person and not have to scrub through hours of video. What, what, what I find cool as well is uh, at Genetech, we always talk about unification. And what we mean by that is that um, you don't have to switch context. You basically have your access control, your license plate, your uh, video management into one user interface, one, one pane of class, essentially. And even though this plugin is developed by another vendor like Hanwha, it really gives the operator a unified experience yes. because this is a separate task. You just start a task, have your forensic search, and it's all inside of your security desk. So it, And it's super easy to use. Um, that's actually cool. And um, maybe um, let's talk a little bit about more the, the architectural side of things. Um, all this analytics is running in the camera, right? So yeah. it doesn't have to be processed on the server by itself. Correct, right. So uh, it's all in the camera. It's all built in, license-free, ready to go. Um, you know, we've got some videos on our YouTube channel. They take you know only a couple seconds to enable. Uh, previous analytics took more time to tweak it to uh, get your sizes and sensitivity right to, because of false positives. Whereas here, it's a lot simpler because it's looking for those types of objects. Um, so we configure those analytics on the camera side uh, very easily. You can choose one or more uh, analytics. You can draw your zones. Uh, if you just want the forensic search. Um, that's also very easy to do. You just cl click a couple checkboxes to enable it. Uh, like you said, the camera is then doing all the work, all the processing. Uh, it sends it back to, uh, to Genetech. Um, and then uh, I don't know if you want to talk about the plugin. You know, there's two components to the plugin. There's the plugin for the archiver, uh, and then there's a plugin for the, um, uh, for the client, uh, for the workstation. Right, yes. So... Uh, basically, it's split into two parts. Maybe, maybe it's also interesting to add from a Genetech perspective that the way we 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 store things is we call it the fusion stream, which is essentially um, one stream with multiple streams inside it. So you could have uh, your main video stream, you could have a secondary video stream, you could have an audio stream, and you also have a metadata stream. And this is this is where the metadata of the Hanwha camera goes in, and what the plugin then leverages to basically present it to the user. Uh, so it's a very, um, it, it's actually a good example of a hybrid video analytics system because yep. you have the analytics on the edge and you have a server component that leverages these analytics and presents it to the user. Yeah, and the, the metadata stream, like you said, is really important because what we're seeing is there's a lot of VMSs that don't have that backend database side. They, they, they're not ready for it. Uh, so if a camera is creating all this metadata and you can't ingest and do anything with it, you then can't do your forensic search. You can't do anything. So uh, that's where, you know, Gentech's been a great partner and has been ready for that. Um, and, you know, when you see a demo of that search and you might be searching, you know, a day, it might be a month looking for, uh, you know, a certain color clothing or a vehicle. And the fact that you can do it so quickly and effortlessly is uh, is, is really great. And uh, actually it's, um, it's a little bit diff a different use case than what analytics used to be and still are because, um, traditionally, you were um, configuring a rule, for example, cross-line detection that triggers an event, which is great and still very, very useful. But with forensic search, you do not need to know what you're looking for at the time when you configure it. It's really when there's an incident, you can go in and search for the guy in the, in the red shirt with um, uh, yellow pants because it's a fashion crime. 
uh, and to find the guy. Um, and you don't need to define it when you configure the system. So that's that's pretty cool. It's a little bit of a of a shift in in, in concept there. Yeah, and it's really you know tr trying to increase operator operator efficiency. And uh, you might have operators who aren't as used to using this type of equipment. Uh, with COVID, we saw different people doing different things uh, differently. Um, but right, exactly right. This is forensic search after the fact um, and not having to pre-configure, you know, like you said, uh, very specific rules of what you're looking for. Um, you know, people often thought of analytics of, oh, I want to be notified when this happens. And this is completely a complete shift to it. Um, but having cameras and, and an architecture that allows you to do both uh, components. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just noticed, I think one of the big things for GSX was that it's supported now with a WiseNet series, right? Which is the basically the broad range of cameras of Panwa. Yeah. So what um, we had launched this uh, our AI platform on our WiseNet P series, uh, which has all the analytics, all the features, the metadata, um, and then the big announcement at GSX was our WiseNet X series um, has. Uh, we've added in the AI component, uh, added in a, uh, a processor for AI, uh, specifically for the false alarm reduction. So. Uh, creating those rules to be able to pop it up on your VMS, to be able to uh, use the line crossing, loitering, things like that. Um, and it, uh, it'll have the best shot as well, so you can easily search and get those thumbnails. Uh, the, the big differentiator um, between our X and P series is our X series does not have the metadata. So uh, you're not going to be able to say, show me someone with a blue shirt. You're going to be able to say, show me when there was a person or a vehicle. And actually, there's the vehicle classification of show me a car or a bus. Um, uh, but for our lineup, if you want to do the full forensic search with the plugin, uh, to be able to search on clothing color, vehicle color, uh, that's where our P series will still uh, continue to have that. Okay. And, um, how, how complicated is it to set up? So I guess you have to go into the camera configuration and do something there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, um, uh, to get the forensic search piece working, it's really one menu. It's in the camera webpage, like you mentioned. Um, we have a responsive web user interface, no plugin, so it'll work on any platform. It's easy to, to use. Um, and you just need to enable the AI function and you tell it what type of objects you want to see, right? So if this is a parking garage, maybe I only care about cars, I can just check the box for, uh, for cars or vehicles. Um, if I want to search for people and vehicles, you just check both boxes. Um, mm -hmm. And then the, that, that's one step. Again, it's really simple. The second step is our best shot. Again, that's the snapshot uh, that will then uh, kind of crop your thumbnails for the forensic search in the plugin. Uh, and same thing, you just need to check a box uh, for which object types you want. And that's it. Everything else then is done for you uh, on the camera side to get the, the plugin, uh, the forensic search, the metadata coming in. Uh, um, if you... Sorry. Okay. No, I just wanted to address here because we have a very fitting comment by Yuri um, asking about best practices, how to deploy it in, in big projects. So what are advantages and disadvantages? Maybe maybe that fits here that you explain a little bit how to say Yeah. That. So, um, and, and I see the question here is talking about SSM specifically. SSM is a, a Hanwha a CMS type software. Um, we don't use it in, in, in every region of the world. Um, you know, here in, in Hanwha Tech in America, we're not really using that anymore. Um, best practice is when we go to large systems, enterprise systems, that's where we go to partners like Genetech. Um, 
you know, Genetech, like I said, has our API. Uh, they reach out to our cameras. Um, they they uh, do a communication back and forth to discover the capabilities of the camera, uh, including the AI features. Um, and uh, they can then um, create the profiles in the camera and get the best performance out of them. Um, so uh, for big projects, that's where, you know, you can have multiple archivers. You can build this bigger um, infrastructure. Um, typically, Hangwa does have a tool that we use for uh, deploying a system. Uh, it's called WiseNet Device Manager, and that's what you're going to use for configuring IP addresses, passwords, uh, bulk changes to any any configuration you need. That's done on on you know, beforehand during staging, uh, and then we hand it over to Genetech. We do the enrollment, we add the cameras in, and it's 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 pretty simple. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and best practices besides that is, uh, you know, we've adopted the secure by default uh, design principle. So, you know, we don't have lots of extra protocols running that you have to turn off. You know, cybersecurity obviously is really important for both of our companies. Um, you know, we do have some recommendations, um, but the majority out of the box uh, is, is configuring that password, uh, using a strong password and um, a couple other minor things. Um, but most of those can be done in batch using our tool. Um, and just following, again, best practices that Hanwha and Genetech have published for having trusted devices on your network. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Well, I, I can also say from Genetech's side that there's a lot of resources out there um, for, for best practices and every project, of course, is different. And of course, we both have teams um, that uh, support our partners in, in planning such, such a thing. So um, definitely a lot of resources out there. Um, uh, one other maybe... thing I just wanted to mention is, um, you know, when we first launched our um ai lineup it was our 4k camera and obviously having large numbers of ai cameras or large numbers of 4k you know uses a lot of bandwidth and that's where you know the genetech team can help size a system you know how many archivers you need and can really grow to any size system we also have our uh, 8k camera that's actually an ai camera that can uh create those the attributes and and, and bring it into the plugin uh but then this past year we've also released some two megapixels some lower resolution as well as on their x series a whole range of two meg four meg six meg 4k uh so really now we have the ability to do a full system um you know are people going to go out and put ai cameras everywhere usually not but but now that we have different price points and different tiers uh people certainly can do that and start to really leverage uh these functions um uh, on their full end-to-end -end, uh vms uh I, I find it exciting that it that the X series supports it now as well, even though not all the features are supported. But it um, it shows that this is becoming more and more um, of uh, well, it's it's appealing to a wider range of users, and more yeah. users can leverage these kinds kinds of functionality, which is pretty cool. And because at one point in the future, it will be everywhere. Right, and um, yeah, that's that we go. Yeah, you know, that's what we saw this past year or two was AI flooding the market of. Everything from you know, camera, VMS, cloud, everywhere is saying, oh, hey, we're doing AI. That's the big topic. What we're going to start seeing moving forward these next you know, two or three years is it's going to start filtering down to everything, to more price points, to, to you know, all over the place. Yeah. So uh, maybe talking about uh, the future, uh, where do you think this is all going? Will, will cameras have more and more of these kind of features? Is there more to grow, essentially? Uh, and where do you see the role of a VMS and camera and maybe also cloud? Yeah, so, um, you know, in, in, in my opinion, having 
AI on the camera really adds a lot of benefits because we don't, like you said at the beginning, we don't have to send to the cloud. We don't have to continuously use a ton of bandwidth uh, for that processing. Um, you know, there are some big data applications where people do want that cloud to really look at the bigger picture um, uh, thing there. Um, but, you know, again, the future I see is AI going going deeper, going into more lineups to more price points, uh, being able to be kind of ubiquitous everywhere. The other piece is um, we're starting to see a second generation of AI products on the market now where AI was used initially for, you know, detecting that object, detecting that it's a person, detecting an, an unusual activity, you know, line crossing, loitering. Uh, where we're moving now uh, is improving the camera's performance um, where it can detect, hey, that's a person. Uh, let me uh, improve my bandwidth usage. Let me improve my shutter speed. Let me improve my day-night performance. Let me improve, uh, refine the camera's settings, the configuration on the fly based on what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm a camera that's looking for vehicles. Great, let's adjust the settings dynamically because, oh, there's a vehicle in the scene or there's a mm -hmm. person in the scene. Um, so we're seeing a lot of, of, of really taking AI to the next step of internally doing more to the camera. Um, you know, where I, I see, you know, a lot of cloud systems have been talking about the past five years of, you know, natural language search and being able to just, you know, search across large numbers of cameras. And I think, you know, that's where on the VMS side, we're going to start seeing, you know, right now we're focusing on the plugin. The plugin is great for that forensic search. Um, I think we'll start seeing this data start creeping out more holistically into the whole VMS of being able to do these general searches or, you know, optimizing things and um, uh, being able to just have that data accessible in, in more places to more people. Yeah, I, I think I think it's it's without a question that that AI and video analytics will be used more and more really at the core of the functionality of VMSs, um, where a lot of things will be driven by this that might not even be obviously obvious um, to people that it, it is video analytics, but it is data that's derived from there. So, and from an architectural point of view, I really think uh, it's hybrid. There will be a lot on the cameras and cameras will improve greatly. And I think we'll see functionality where um, VMSs are taking this data and combining it, bring it to the next level, maybe do additional analytics, maybe in the cloud. So I th really think that from an architectural point of view, the future is hybrid, where we combine all the different uh, kind of things. Yeah. Um, another another interesting aspect. Uh, someone asked about you know the future, and um, so some of our cameras today, our AI cameras that we're talking about, have uh, some additional business intelligence as well. Uh, business intelligence, people want to do things like people counting, queue management, heat map. Um, and there's always been limitations with that. Um, with AI, because it's an intelligent camera that can say that's a person, we're getting fewer false alarms. We're able to now use the cameras in, in better locations. Um, we're not needing a purpose-built dedicated camera. And I think the future, we're going to see uh, VMSs and, and other platforms being able to better use that data. Right now, it's typically... You know, it's a web page in the camera. It's a report that gets emailed. It's a CSV. Um, you know, I think a lot of that will be able to um, be better available and, and aggregating that data um, in, in other places as well. Yeah. So um, I think in general, we all need to do uh, to spend more time in 
trying to make information that we that we generate with video analytics more available and more useful to end users. Uh, for such a long time, it has been more of a um, of a trade show thing, video analytics, to say, hey, this this is cool. But uh, but now we're really entering a time where it has to drive business value, and that's where we would see a lot of development. I think. Yeah, definitely. You know. Uh... You know, we've had trade shows where, you know, you're going to tailor make the camera, the angle, the height, all of that. And then look, it works. Uh, as an example, we had, uh, I had an integrator who um, uh, put in a system uh, last week, um, you know, for a, a public location where uh, they wanted to use people counting. They wanted to use that business analytics. And, uh, you know, they used the AI camera. They told it, I'm looking for people. Um, and yeah, they had people entering the, this facility, they give their ticket, they, they go through and people aren't just single file. They're going through multiple people at a time. There's people in strollers, um, and the camera was counting all those people and it's doing what they wanted in a real life environment, which, you know, often is challenging lighting, challenging angles, all of that. So, uh, it, it, it's really exciting seeing AI finally coming to fruition and in a usable and affordable, um, uh, option. Yeah. Um, usually we try to keep these to 15 minutes, so we already overshot by 10 minutes. Um, there are a lot of other things to discuss. Um, I also see a lot of comments, so um, maybe later on you can also reply yep. to them um, uh, in writing. But uh, let's leave it for here right now. I do want to mention that if you want to see more uh, the plugin in action, how it works with the Hanwha camera, uh, Phil Coppola, who does the podcast, The Inside Tracker over at YouTube, did actually an hours long video about this, how to set it up exactly, how does it work, what you have to do. So that's yep. super nice. So check it out. I think we'll post a link uh, in YouTube. And I also have it in good authority that he's working on an update with the latest version. So you can uh, look out for that. Otherwise, um, that's it for today. Please subscribe to the podcast, Video Analytics 101, if you haven't done so. As I mentioned, we do this once per month. Next month would be about AI chipsets and what uh, challenges are there. So this will be super exciting. So watch out for that. For now, thank you, Aaron. Thank you for coming. It was very interesting. And I think we could have talked for another hour, but we try to keep this short. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And see you next time. Great. Thank you.